there all you blitzers welcome back to another edition of the all out blitz podcast with jeff and brady and happy friday yeah it's friday february 19th 2021 we are back a little over a week we took off because there's at the time there was literally nothing going on in the nfl to talk about well it's not just that the off season has started yes and uh i've been quite busy that's that's true too <laughs> so trying to get some time trying to figure out um finally just had some time to sit down and uh do my mock so brady's had a couple of mocks going uh for a while now but finally took time sat down did mock number one um of course mock number one with no trades which we know is not i don't really don't think is going to happen this year i think there are going to be some movers and shakers in the top 10 that are going to completely change the outcome of this year's draft. I think there's a lot of big name players that are going to be on the move this off season, creating potential gaps, filling other gaps for other teams. Uh, and that's going to cause teams to change their draft strategy. Um, well, teams are starting to make some changes right now. Um, I think was it, uh, it was after we recorded last week, Right about Watt, we didn't we uh, talk yeah. about Watt last time. No, I don't think so. No, so the Houston Texans have released JJ star edge rusher, JJ defensive Watt. end JJ Watt. Yeah. That's insane, dude. Yeah, like when you think of somebody of his caliber, what he did not only for that team but for that community, that organization. Um, and you release him, Deshaun's sitting there like, bro, what's up? He's like, like why can't like, you release like, me? I've been asking this. He's like, I've been asking this for two months. JJ Watt just walks. He's like, hey guys, can you just sign some papers? I could leave. I'm like, oh yeah, sure, JJ. And, just, and Deshaun's just like, what about me? It's crazy. Um, and JJ tweeted a couple of days ago, being a, you know being out there. Free he's, like, agent, he's happy that he, he's happy he's like, that he feels wanted. He's like, free agency is wild. <laughs> I can't imagine how long uh, long hours his agent is putting in on the phone with teams. Second biggest news: uh, just yesterday, actually, Carson Wentz gets traded to the Indianapolis Colts for I for a think, pack of peanuts. Um, it was a third rounder this year and a second rounder next year. Yes. Um. I love the move by the Indianapolis Colts with Phillip Rivers retiring. They definitely need a QB. They realize that um, Carson Wentz out there, honestly, just a couple of years removed from honestly, potentially being a, a league MVP. Yeah. Um, I think there's more than what meets the eye in Philadelphia. I don't think it's just the QB situation and everything that was going on with him and just how bad he was doing there. I think it has a lot more to do with the organization. I think ever since they won the Super Bowl, there's just been something going on um, in the back office there that just is not vibing. And uh, let's be honest, Wentz didn't have any weapons there to help. Yeah, that's a, that's what I was going to include in you. Uh, we're done talking. I was but I was going to be like, well, he also yeah, didn't no have any like anyone to throw to. Yeah. And let's also, honest, also I mean, just earlier today, the uh, Eagles released uh, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, it's uh, let's be honest. When you have somebody like Djax, right? His his prime was back when he left Philly the first time. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey hasn't been in his prime since he was with Chicago, so he is throwing to a lot of older guys. They don't really have it anymore, and he was kind of hung out to dry 
by the organization, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, yes, they kept him after Foles got the MVP in the Super Bowl, but guess who led them there? Wentz. That plays a lot with your psyche. You know what I mean? It's, there's a lot to it. But keep in mind, Indianapolis Colts head coach Frank Reich has a pretty long history with Carson Wentz. He knows they know each other very, very well. Um, Colts, of course, had to take on the salary, which is the big, the big hit, right, for Carson Wentz. Um, they also, Philly still gets a giant cap hit. Uh, just dead cap space because of that, because of his contract. But yeah. to get to get Carson Wentz for a, a third rounder this year and a second rounder next year, um, potentially, if Carson Wentz plays seventy five percent of the snaps or seventy percent of the snaps, and the Colts make the playoffs, that pick in twenty twenty two becomes the Colts' first round pick. Mm. So it could be a third and a first. Now the Colts. Made the playoffs this year, yeah. So if Wentz can come in and play well, it's going to be like a it's going to be a first rounder the year after. But they're probably okay with that. I think it was a great move by the Colts. Yeah, honestly, phenomenal. Also, I honestly don't think any team is going to sign Djack aside no. unless they're like really desperate for a wide receiver. I I think his his time's about done. <laughs> New York Jets. <laughs> um. A couple of, so we're, of course, we're just talking news here before we get into mocks. Let's talk about a couple other things that have just been happening around the league. Um, there's a lot of movement right now as far as cuts, uh, uh, roster um, bonus and cap conversions to free up just, cap space. Just roster changes in general. Exactly. I mean, a, a big one is the kicker, the, uh, the Dolphins signed kicker Jason Sanders to a five-year, $22 million extension. So he is going to be with the team for additional five years, which is great for them. He's a great kicker. I'd say he's like, he's a good kicker. So I, I it's not really that surprising. Lock him up, lock him up. Yeah. Um, we all know this past season, of course, David Bakhtiari left tackle for the Green Bay Packers, uh, got injured right at the playoff time, mm-hmm. uh, signed a massive deal earlier that year earlier this past season. Yeah. They just converted uh, an $11 million roster bonus into a signing bonus, which oh. actually cleared up about $8.3 million of cap space for Green Bay. Wow. Is that to go get J.J. Watt and bring him back home to Wisconsin? We don't know. It's possible. There, there are like a few teams off the top of my head that could use J.J. Watt, like the Seahawks, the Bills, Atlanta, Green sure. Bay, uh, Buffalo. Green Bay, I said Buffalo. Uh, Cleveland, the Rams. Buffalo. Can you imagine how the oh. Rams defensive line would be? <laughs> with you, him and Donald? With him and Donald. That would be freaking unstoppable. Yeah. Dude, I can say the same thing about Atlanta. Atlanta would finally have a true no, edge they, rusher. They need him. That's what I'm saying. But they would have finally have a true edge rusher, and Grady Jarrett would finally have some help. Oh, Also, Falcons released Ricardo Allen and uh, Allen Bailey yesterday. Which and my boy Kurt Benkert. He was on the practice squad. They waved Kurt. It doesn't matter. He was in line to be the number two. And I, man, did I want more than anything for Kurt to finally get his shot. That dude has a cannon and he can move in and out of the pocket. I mean, I've, I've watched his stuff from when he was in college and just playing through the senior bowl um, and, and just seeing how he worked, you know, not, of course, not this year because there wasn't a training camp, but prior years with preseason games, I really, really like Kurt Benkert. And, uh, of course, this year Atlanta put a lot of holds on him 
while he was uh, on the practice squad. So they, they locked him in. They were able to lock some players in every week so they couldn't get moved or picked up by another team. Every week it was Bankert. It was, and to be waived, it sucks, honestly. I was really looking for him to be the number two and just lock that thing in because he's got so much talent. So that really bums me out. Ricardo Allen, of course, being here for seven years, um, mainly just a big cap move. It cleared about $6.25 million a cap. Uh, Alan Bailey, another $4.5 million a cap. So that's almost $11 million a cap just releasing them too. There's definitely going to be some more. Uh, but Atlanta Falcons making some moves as well. Uh, the Carolina Panthers released longtime defensive tackle K1 Short. Um, definitely on the back end of his career, but that freed up $9.8 million. Yeah. So another move by them just to make some cap space. Um, they also released uh, three other people. Well, two technically, a punter, Stephen Weatherly defensive end, which cleared another, between those two, about another $7 million. And then they are designated for a post-June 1st release, uh, free safety Trey Boston. Mm. I would love to see Trey Boston come to Atlanta as a free safety. With us losing Ricardo Allen, bring in Boston, super physical dude, a lot of heart, a lot of guts. I think he'd be phenomenal there. Um, but that's a post-June uh, 1st cut. So he knows it's coming, but it's not done yet. Um, there's a lot of free agents, man. I think the this next, is, this the, is going to be a good off. I say the next episode, I think we should, we should really dive into the free agents that are out there yeah. and, and let's make some, uh, hopefully not all of them are early done. predictions. Yeah. Let's hopefully they're not done, but we record for next week. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's mark that down though. And let's, let's make that happen. Yeah. Um, oh. that's really the majority of the news, you know, a couple of big things. Starting this offseason off crazy. Of course, we have about one month till free agency opens up yep. until the new league year starts. Um, and, of course, a couple weeks after that, we got whatever the combine's going to look like and that kind of and stuff. like a week or so after that, the draft. Yeah. So it's uh, before you know it, stuff's going to start coming fast and furious. And then it's going to die off, of course, over the summer, right? But then, we, then, get, then we get to have some fun. Hopefully. Yeah. So. Well, should we dive into mocks? Let's dive into... All Out Blitz podcast. Mocks of the year. Mock number one. Mock number uno. Before the draft. I think I'll go first because I had mine done maybe like... Five, oh, like listen five, to you. Like 500 weeks before you did. Yeah, you have like 30 of them done already. Uh, I just have one. Okay. Do you want? What do you want? Do you want to run through it or do you just want to trade off? Uh, well, I think what we should do is I'll go... Like, we'll each go like pick for pick. So, so like, I think this guy's going to go number one, but you think this guy's going to go number one. That works. Like, so we'll just kind of go like back and forth like that. All right. Number one pick on the board, Jacksonville Jaguars select. You already know who I'm taking. I had this huge thing, and I think I've been talking about it for at least three episodes, where I'm saying Trevor Lawrence is not going to go number one. <laughs> so Jacksonville Jaguars select Justin Fields, which Insanity. I think they could probably take Zach Wilson instead, but I just don't think they're going to take Trevor Lawrence. That's absolutely insanity. I just watched Trevor Lawrence's pro day with a torn shoulder on his left arm. It's not his throwing arm, but his left arm chucking the ball 60 yards like nothing. There is no way the Jags don't take him. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence to the Jags, number one. 100%. Mm. Number two on the board, the New York Jets select. The board. Um, the Jets select Trevor Lawrence, QB out of Clemson. 
I have them taking Zach Wilson, QB, out of BYU. Yeah. Number three, Miami Dolphins select. Devonta Smith, wide receiver out of Alabama. I got the same thing. Pairing mm-hmm. Devontae Smith back with his Alabama brother, Tua, Tua Tagovailoa. Getting them back together again. They need a weapon. And then to have that weapon be a comfort like that would be to Tua, I think it would be phenomenal for his growth in year number two. And, uh, I mean, let's be honest, to have a weapon like Devonta Smith, come on now. Yeah. Number four, the Atlanta Falcons select. Actually, this, this one's a little different for me because we were talking earlier. I remember, I remember telling you that I actually had two trades going down in mine, and this was one of the trades. I think Atlanta is going to trade with Minnesota. To go back to pick 14. Ooh, too far. Not happening. Maybe. But I have Minnesota taking Micah Parsons, outside linebacker for Penn State. Wow. I thought we weren't doing trades. That wasn't ever a rule. I, I, I told you before. Aye, aye, aye. Mine does not involve rule or uh, trades then, folks. Mine has the Atlanta Falcons at number four, taking offensive tackle out of Oregon, Panay Sewell. Number five, the Cincinnati Bengals select. Panay Sewell, offensive tackle out of Oregon. <laughs> that would be good for Joey Burrow. Yes. He needs some protection. Yes. But what I also think is A.J. Green is either going to go bye-bye in the offseason or he can't, he's not a number one. That's T. Higgins now. Yeah. Until this year where they bring back again LSU brother Jamar Chase to the Cincinnati Bengals. To have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins be number one, number two. Let A.J. be number three for a year if they keep him. If not, farewell. Number six, the Philadelphia Eagles select. Zach Wilson, QB out of BYU. Wow. And Jalen Hurts getting no love. I think this is Hurts' team. And I think, methinks, Zach Hurts is also gone. Out with the old, in with the new. Eagles are going to select Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida. Number seven, Detroit Lions select. Jamar Chase, wide receiver out of LSU. We're on the right page. We realize that the Lions now have Jared Goff as their starting quarterback. And now while I do say that Jared Goff is not a good QB, <laughs> they really, they, they they need really can only depend on him. And they, and because Colliday, I'm pretty sure he's going to be a free agent. Like I'm pretty sure it's actually confirm somehow that, like, yeah, he's going to be a free agent. Galladay or Marvin Jones, I, one of them two I don't think are going to be on the I team think, next I year. I think Marvin Jones is going to go to the Patriots. Um, I think he's pining to go to the Rams with Stafford. Um, but either way, Isn't everybody? I have the Lions selecting Jalen Waddell, wide receiver out of Alabama. Mm. Number eight, the Carolina Panthers select. Trey Lance, QB <sighs> out of North Dakota State. We're on the same page, man. But mm-hmm. I have them taking Justin Fields, QB out of Ohio State. I don't yeah. think there's going to be a QB that fits the Matt Rule offense like Justin Fields. Yeah. Number nine, the Denver Broncos select. Patrick Sertain, the second QB or cornerback out of Alabama. Again, same page, different player. I got them taking Caleb Farley, corner out of Virginia Tech. Mm. Number 10. Dallas Cowboys select. Caleb Farby, cornerback <laughs> out of Virginia Tech. I have a little different this time. 
I have them going in the trenches and taking the offensive tackle from Northwestern, Rashawn Slater. They need some help on that offensive line. They don't want to see their quarterback go down again. They need somebody to start blocking for Zeke again. Um, they definitely don't need wide receivers. And a ton of injuries across that offensive line, I think, showed them they need some, some trench work done. Uh, number 11, the New York Giants select. Quady Pay, defensive end out of Michigan. Boom, baby. I got the same thing. Same exact pick. Quiddy Pay going to the Giants. Uh, number 12, San Francisco 49ers select. Sean Wade, cornerback out of Ohio State. Really? Mm -hmm. You got Sean Wade coming, first of all, first round and in the top 15. That's impressive. They need a cornerback. They do. They're, but not, they're not keeping Sherman, and, they're, and pretty much behind him is like a no-name. They do, but I also have them taking cornerback Alabama Patrick Sertain. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, number 13, Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers select. Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle out of Alabama. We're on the same page. We both want my boy Herbie to be safe next year. Just, I think, different players. Different players. I don't think Leatherwood's going to go that high. I think he's he definitely has a lot of work to do on this level. But I have them, the Chargers, taking offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech, Christian Darisaw. I'll, Stud I'll say, guy, massive guy that can yeah. block for those running backs and to help keep my boy Herbie upright all year long. For this next one, I'll, I'll just say mine. Via with the trade of Minnesota, Atlanta at pick 14 takes Mac Jones, QB, out of Alabama. <laughs> oh, gosh. They're taking a QB. Not in the first round or not? Yeah, they will. Uh, number 14, I have, as stated, Minnesota Vikings taking Elijah Vera Tucker, guard at a USC. They need help on that offensive front for both Cousins and Dalvin Cook. I, the reason I don't think, let's talk about this as we're almost already halfway through. There's a lot of Falcons fans out there that I hear, that I talk to. You know, a good portion of them wants a QB. For some reason, they hate Matt Ryan. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't hate Matt Ryan. It's just that they need depth behind the QB. Like, that's all I'm saying. I do. They, like, they release Kurt Banker. Like, right? I, I like Matt Schaub, Ryan. Schaub retired. They do need a QB. But I don't think the draft this year is where they get it. My pick for the Atlanta Falcons is to make a trade with the Raiders to grab Marcus Mariota for a couple of reasons. One is he's, he's a very good and capable quarterback, especially as a backup. We saw what he did when he had to step in for Derek Carr, and I'm sorry, but Atlanta's offense, much better than the Raiders. He, true, also, he also already has a relationship with new head coach Arthur Smith. They were both in Tennessee together. Mm -hmm. There's a connection there already. They already know what Mariota's made of. So, I, as like I said, as far as a backup goes, they should also be able to get him fairly cheap with the Raiders just re-signing Mike Plennon as the backup. And Nathan Peterman. So there are plenty of people there. They don't need Mariota, hence Mariota to Atlanta. Well, they should keep Mariota and trade Carr, like we said, like we said I last know, episode. I know, I know, but I don't think that's going to happen. All right, well, I'll introduce this one as well. Via the trade with New England, Indianapolis selects Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida. Ooh, boy. Crazy man you are. Uh, I have 15, the New England Patriots, 
taking linebacker from Penn State, Micah Parsons. Mm. They need to sure up defense. They sure do need a quarterback, too. Um, but they're either going to go with Stidham or they're gonna, still going to try to make some kind of trade with somebody. I think yeah. that. I think Bill, Bill Belichick is, I don't think he's a big fan of rookie quarterbacks. Obviously not. He's staying with Stidham. So I just, well, well he's going to be on the team, yeah. Whether he's going to be starter or not, I don't know. I'm pretty sure, like, I remember seeing something that said, like, they're set on Stidham. Like, he's going to be their starting QB. Hey, they said that last season, too, after Brady left. <laughs> That's true. Um, all right, number 16, the Arizona Cardinals select. Jalen Waddle, wide receiver out of Alabama. Man, I have a Bama boy going here, but it's definitely going to be the running back, Najee Harris. I think when you have D-Hop, we'll see if Fitz comes back. But then you have the other guys like Brown and those guys at uh, wide receiver. <clears throat> and then you have Kyler. You need a steady running game. And I think Najee Harris is perfect for that, to run between the tackles, outside, screen passes, screen game. And I think it's going to help that office tremend- offense tremendously. Uh, number 17, the Las Vegas Raiders select. Jer- Jeremiah Uso Koromara something. I'm happy you had to try that first. I, well, like in the app that I'm using, they like they cut off his name, so I can't see his yeah, full name. I know. Jeremiah Uso Karamoa, inside linebacker out of Notre Dame. All right. All right. Not bad. Not bad. I have them taking edge rusher from Miami, Gregory Russo. Mm. I think he's a long, tough guy. Get around the edge. They need some help on the defensive side of the ball. Pair him up opposite Max Crosby. That defense becomes a force. Mm. Um, 18th pick in this draft, Miami Dolphins select. Travis Etienne, running back out of Clemson. I'm right there with you. I also have Etienne going to the Dolphins at 18. Um, they need a they need a steady running game. You know, last year they had a couple of guys fill in that were able to do pretty well, but you had somebody some somebody with this kind of talent. I think that again, you know, if if you add a, a wide receiver with the third pick, mm-hmm. whether it's Chase or Waddle or Smith or whoever, and then you add Etienne in the backfield. With two at quarterback, that offense is going to become pretty dynamic. Yeah. Uh, number 19, the Washington football team selects. All right, I'm just going to I'm just gonna say this one's going to probably kind of be like a little bit of a reach, but Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota. I don't think it's a reach. No. I think Bateman's a, a, a really good wide receiver out of Minnesota. I it's And they need help, right? It's, it can't just be Terry McLaurin. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have Washington taking uh, QB from Alabama, Mac Jones, here. I think uh, a nice young quarterback for, for Riverboat Ron to work with, um, you know, creating that relationship. I think they're going to make some other maneuvers for a free agency to grab additional wide receivers. Um, but let's be honest. I mean, even in the terrible NFC East, which is why they made the playoffs, when they had to play Tampa, if you really think about it, that was the toughest game Tampa played in the postseason. That QB was very good. And that's what, and they also re-signed him, Taylor Heineke, right? They, they yep. brought him, I gave him a bigger deal. But I think getting somebody like Mac Jones in there, uh, I think that creates competition, which is also good, and you're going to get the best out of everybody. And I, I just I, I think it's, it's definitely going to be QB time. Riverboat Ron needs his guy. Mm-hmm. Who that's going to be, I don't know. I'm going to have him take a Mac Jones. But now we're on to pick 20, and the Chicago Bears, who do you got him taking? Aziz. 
Ojolari, outside linebacker Georgia. out of Georgia. I like it. I like it. They definitely need some help on the defensive side of the ball. Get some help with Mac back there. Yeah, I, I definitely think I definitely think that's an option. And he's one of the better edge rushers um, after Quiddy Pay, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them uh, taking QB, Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Lance, I think, is is you know, you hear some some folks talk about the top QBs in the draft, and Trey Lance's name is not in there. You hear others talk, and he's way up there, way high. They think he's going to go top five. Uh, I think he's he's coming in a little under the radar. I think he's a very, very good, capable QB. Um, my concern here is, are they going to be able to hold on to Allen Robinson? No. If they don't hold on to Allen Robinson, they need to go grab a, a wide receiver. Um, if they do hold on to him they better get him a better quarterback to throw him to throw him the ball and i think trey lance can do that all right i'm gonna introduce the next one via the trade with indianapolis i have new england taking gregory russo defensive end out of miami all right so we both actually had patriots going defense Mm -hmm. all right i'm pretty sure they both had the same guy i I had them taking parsons oh that's who it was Yeah. yeah yeah Uh, I have at 21 the Indianapolis Colts selecting wide receiver out of Minnesota, Rashad Bateman. Mm. Um, with, uh, you know, T.Y.'s there, doing great. I think he can do well with another quarterback. You have Carson Wentz, of course, in there now. Um, their running game, not too bad. You know, I think Marlon Mack is a free agent. I don't think he's going to stick around there. Um, they have Jonathan Taylor now, very capable rookie. So he's coming on to year two. But they need some more wide receiver help. Mm-hmm. So whoever that's going to be, there's a couple of wideouts I think that can go around right now um, in, in the draft. But uh, I definitely think he'll be at the top of the list. Yeah. Number 22, the Tennessee Titans select. Guard out of Ohio State, Wyatt Davis. Wyatt Davis. All right. They need to get some extra blockers for Derrick Henry. <laughs> Because their offensive line is not that good. I agree. They, they, I think they can use a little help on the offensive line. Um, I have them actually taking defense in the first round. I have them taking the edge rusher out of Miami, Jalen Phillips. Mm. Um, that was a big issue with Tennessee this year. All year is getting pressure on the quarterback. Their defense isn't bad. And, you know, Clowney, <laughs> of course, was there. And he gets pressures, and his whole career, he was able to pressure but not get a lot of sacks. For most yeah. of it, I think there's one season he had 10-plus, but it's probably um, the they, need, they, need some, they need some defensive help. Um, offense, eh. I think the offense is going to change a lot this year with Arthur Smith being gone. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not there to call the plays for Tannehill anymore, you know? So, he's there to call plays for Ryan. Yeah, so we'll, I think that offense is going to go under quite the, quite the overhaul. Um, but I see them going defense here in the first. Mm-hmm. Pick number 23, the New York Jets with their second pick select. Running back out of Alabama, Najee Harris. Wow, you had Etienne going first. Yeah. It definitely could be, without a doubt, honestly. I think they're... Harris uh, is going to either... Harris and Etienne are either going to go to the Miami second pick or the Jets second pick. Like both of them are either going to go there. Gotcha. So if Miami gotcha. takes Harris, Etienne's going to the Jets. Well, see, I have a problem because both of them are gone on my book already. Yeah. So I have the New York Jets. Hey, you do have a problem. <laughs> selecting wide receiver at LSU, Terrence Marshall Jr. 
Yeah, after like Bateman, there's not really that many great wide receivers left. Well, they're not great, but they're going to be serviceable and they're going to be good. I mean, Marshall is—he's uh, definitely has speed for long shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, could really do great as a number two, number three guy. You know, I don't think the Jets have a true number one. I mean, they have actually no. I'm sorry, they do. Um, I can't remember his name right. Clay with Carolina. Jets wide receiver. Oh, uh, Curtis Samuel? No. no. Played with Carolina. Tall, yeah, link, I, I, tall I, I lanky know, guy. I know who you're talking about. Uh, Let me look it up quick. It's dang, gonna, what's his name? It's going to bug me. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, that's who it was. He's our yeah. number one, right? So bringing in another another wide receiver, uh, I think Marshall would be would be just a fit. And, uh, you know, whether you have Darnold or you have Zach Wilson or – Fields or Lawrence, whoever, <clears throat> adding another weapon definitely won't hurt anybody. No. Um, 24th pick, Pittsburgh Steelers choke. I mean, select and take. Inside linebacker out of Alabama, Dylan Moses. Dylan Moses. Man, I don't have him going in the first either. Uh, I have them taking offensive tackle out of Texas, Samuel Cosme. Uh, I definitely think they can go in a lot of different directions here. Um, the Steelers. I don't think I don't think a good QB is going to be in play for them here. I think they're pretty much all going to be wrapped up by now. Um, taking somebody like Trask, which we've discussed, is definitely too much of a reach at this point. Um, I think they're going to lose Bud Dupree in the off season, so they can you he's know going maybe, to the Saints. No, he's my official come. prediction: Bud Dupree is going to the Saints. Bud Dupree is going to come to Atlanta. No, he's um, not. I think. Linebacker is an option. I think defensive backfield again, like a corner, is another option. Um, Even though, like, if they re, like, if they do like re-sign Bud Dupree, like Dylan Moses would still be good back there. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to be able to pay Dupree. Uh, I really don't. Even coming off injury like he is with his torn ACL, I just don't think it's going to happen. Wait, did we talk about last? Did we, I don't think we talked about last time that both of the um, brothers or whatever. Oh yeah, we Mor- didn't talk. We didn't talk about that last. Maurice time. and Marquise Pouncey have both officially retired from the NFL. Yeah, I just remembered because they came in and they left together. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I know. Like as I remember that, I'm like, oh wait, yep. yeah, didn't they? Didn't they just retire? So they need to shore up the offensive line. Um, yeah, so that's where I haven't taken. I haven't taken Cosme out of Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty five, the Jacksonville Jaguars with their second pick select. Defensive tackle out of pit, Jalen Tymon. I have them selecting offensive tackle from Notre Dame, Liam Eichenberg. I had no idea who that guy is. He's a very, very good offensive lineman. The dude is an absolute freak. He's a beast. I think blocking for their running backs, like James Robinson, it's going to be fantastic. Protecting Trevor Lawrence, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um. They definitely need to work on the offensive line and shore that up to to make sure they can get that. I mean, look at what look at what Robinson was able to do behind the line they had this year. Mm-hmm. If you can add a freak like this to protect and block in all different kinds of schemes, Eichenberg is the guy to fit that bill. Yeah. So I have them taking Eichenberg at twenty five. Um, twenty <clears throat> sixth, the Cleveland Browns select outside linebacker out of Miami, Quincy Roche. Wow, jeez. I have them taking uh, edge rusher from Texas, Joseph Asai. Mm. 
they need somebody to pair up with Miles Garrett. Yeah. And if J.J. Watt does not go to Cleveland, like there are rumors that he's interested in Cleveland, then they're going to take one here in the draft. And uh, with them picking so late because of how great their season was this year, uh, this is going to be likely their best best option, I guess, at that point in time between this pick and the next pick, uh, I, I think would be would fit either way for me. Baltimore Ravens at pick 27 take defensive end out of pit Patrick Jones. All right. I have the Ravens here, and, and like I said, 26-27 I think would be a, a good spot for this. This guy that I have the Ravens taking at 27 I think can go even higher. But I have them taken, and you did have him going higher. Edge from Georgia, Aziz Ojolari, mm-hmm. uh, heading to the Baltimore Ravens at 27. Yeah, I had him going to He definitely Chicago. could go higher. I had him going to Chicago at pick 20. Yeah, he could definitely go higher for sure. Um, And I could definitely see if he's available for Cleveland, he can go to Cleveland as well. I I, Mm -hmm. I think he'd be a great fit. Uh, At 28, the New Orleans Saints select. Offensive tackle out of Michigan, Jalen Mayfield. All right. All right. I have them taking cornerback from South Carolina, J.C. Horn. Mm -hmm. I think their defensive front, of course, and their linebackers, very, very solid defensive secondary subject sometimes of course we all know they could probably use a qb but it looks like they're going to be sticking with Taysom hill and Jameis winston they should just stick with Jameis. um i think that's what they're going to be doing of course they're, they're pretty set at running back keep Taysom hill in every position on the field exactly and i think they're pretty good at wide receiver mm-hmm. um offensive line is definitely i think you can improve that a little bit they've been spending some draft capital the last couple of years working on that though uh, yeah, so I had them taking Jalen Mayfield. Yep. So I think that I think that's a solid pick too, though. But I have him going corner. Mm-hmm. Four more picks to go at pick number twenty nine. The Green Bay Packers select offensive ta- tackle out of Texas, Samuel Cosme. All right. I can see that. I think Rodgers was able to stand in the pocket pretty well this year, though. Did not get hit very often, of course, until that NFC Championship game. But I do think that NFC Championship game made them realize that their defensive secondary is absolute trash. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I have the Green Bay Packers taking corner from Florida State, Asante Samuel Jr., um, just to give additional expertise back there. Um, Of course, Samuel and Sertain both have bloodlines in the NFL with their dads playing in the game at extremely high levels for a very long time. Uh, I think the Packers are going to take advantage of that and pull somebody like him in to try to sure up that defense. Because the offense was, it was moving. It was humming all year. That was not the problem. It was the defense. Mm -hmm. Pick number 30, the Buffalo Bills select. All right, call me crazy. Some of you out there might agree with me. Buffalo Bills select tight end out of Penn State, Pat Fairmouth. I think you're crazy. I, I don't know. I mean... I think that would be an awesome weapon for Josh Allen. I really do. I, I think in the run game, I think it would help. I think in the pass game, it would definitely help. Um, I also feel like Buffalo, even... Like, they have Singletary and they have Zach Moss. Um, they don't have a breakaway rusher, though. I think running back... I remember back, seeing, like, a mock draft before where they had... Like, someone had Najee Harris fall into the buff to Buffalo. If he's there, they should definitely take him. Um, or if somehow Etienne falls there. Yeah, any one of those guys. But they don't have a breakaway guy. Um, they just don't have a good running back in general. 
Like that, like I mean, Zach Moss is good, yeah, and he can and he can hit and he can pound. Well, he was just one of those running backs that was like there to fulfill like the running back position. Yeah, he just he doesn't have breakaway speed. He doesn't, he doesn't. make big plays. Near to Singletary, I don't think. No, he definitely doesn't. Um, I have the Bills shifting a little bit because we talked about this earlier. Matt Milano, star linebacker, is going to be a free agent. So who knows if he's going to stay or not? You'd be happy if he went to Atlanta, right? Milano? Yeah. Nah, nah, I'm good. Get someone behind Debo. I'll go take Bud Dupree instead. Um, I th- I have the Bills taking linebacker out of Tulsa, Zayvon Collins. I yeah. think he would be the next best thing to replace Matt Milano with his his sideline to sideline speed. His instincts are top notch. I think he is one of the better linebackers uh, in this entire draft, mm-hmm. and I think that immediately improves the Buffalo Bills defense. Um, two more picks to go. Pick number 31, the Kansas City Chiefs select. Offensive tackle out of VA Tech, Christian Darisol. I like it because I'm in the same boat. I think the Chiefs realize they need offensive linemen. <laughs> they need to protect that 10-year extension stud, Patrick Mahomes. Casper the Ghost called all his friends, and they said, hey, let's play offensive line. Yeah. Um, I have them taking tackle out of Michigan, Jalen Mayfield. They need to shore up that offensive line. They have yeah. running backs. They have wide receivers. Their defense is a little suspect uh, at times, but I think the uh, offensive line spot is where they need to go. Yeah. Uh, pick Final no- pick. Pick number 32, Super Bowl champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers select. Defensive tackle out of Alabama, Christian Barmore. Christian Barmore I really like. Um, well, cause like. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine pairing that dude with Vita Vea? Yeah. Like, what, what position does Sue play? Does he play right end? Sue's a tackle. Yeah, okay, that, that'd be a good pick for them then because Sue, he's he's getting older. He's not getting, like, I mean, he's still good, but, yep. like, I think you should try and go for, like, a young guy who could still kind of wreck havoc like Sue could. Yeah, I think, I think the Bucks typically play more of, like, a 3-4 kind of defense because mm-hmm. Vita Vea takes up so much space <laughs> in the yeah. middle. Uh, and he then they had fullback too. And of course, they had JPP, and then they had Shaq Barrett. Um, I really don't think Shaq Barrett is going to be in Tampa next year. He already came out and said he thinks this is the time for him to break the bank. Tampa's not going to do that, I don't think. You, you said you'd be so happy if you went to Atlanta. That'd be great. Uh, we don't have the money for it either, though, so no thanks. Um, no. But uh, so I actually have the Bucks with his replacement taking edge rusher out of Penn State, Jason Away. Um, to fill in that gap left by Shaq Barrett. I mean, let's be honest. On the offensive side of the ball, they don't need anybody. Their yep. offensive line is phenomenal. Defensive side of the ball, backfield's great. Linebackers are great. I mean, maybe maybe like a backup QB. Up front, that's all they need. Maybe like a backup QB. Maybe. You can get him like the sixth round, though. Yeah, they got like Blaine Gabbard or somebody right now. Yeah, they got Blaine Gabbard. They don't ever expect him to play. So. I, w- I would much more trust Jameis Winston than Blaine Gabbard. Well, nobody's allowed around Brady, though, so it's fine. They don't need a QB. <laughs> you I'm can't touch him and get flagged, so it's all right. Um, yeah, I got Tampa filling that that slot left by Shaq Barrett. Yeah. So that, folks. Wraps up all up Blitz Mock Drafts 1. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no facts for today just because. We well, spent time on the draft. You spent time on the draft well, doing, do. doing your mock draft. And exactly. uh, I never really just wanted to sit down and just 
I'm just gonna sit here for like ten minutes and look for five things. <laughs> so it's like, you know what, we'll just we'll just jump in, just talk about our mock drafts, talk about some news and then just end it. Exactly. So uh next episode though, I think we're gonna jump into free agency. We're gonna talk about the best free agents out there, which and there are a lot. Don't get me wrong. And there are um, a lot of good ones too. That's what I'm saying. And let's let's try to decide if they're gonna stay or if they're gonna leave and where they may end up. And how that's going to affect the, we should, the scope we should, of things. We should do that. We should say, like, we should first say the free agent's name. Say, like, Dak, like Dak Prescott for, yep. I don't know. It's like, we should, say, we should say, all right, do you think he's going to stay or leave? And then I'll just say leave. And then we'll talk about, like, what team he'd go to if we say stay. We just move on to the next free agent. That's it. That's what we'll do. That's it. Planned. So we're going to talk free agency in the next episode. Yes, but we But as will. far as this episode goes of the All Out Blitz podcast... Um, for everybody out there listening, just want to say thank you again. And thank for, you uh, for waiting a little. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry about that. It wasn't that long. It wasn't that long. It, it's it, the off it season. Like a week. Man, even Good Morning Football took a week off. It's all right. Yeah. Um, no, but to do, I appreciate everybody listening. Hope you all enjoyed uh, talking a little news out there in the world right now, the NFL, talking mock drafts as we start preparing for mock season, which it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the episode and uh, definitely you know subscribe to it. So whatever platform you're on, subscribe to the podcast. So you get notified all the new episodes. We're literally on like every platform. Pretty much. <laughs> if you go to any Any of your major podcasting platforms, search All Blitz Podcast. All we Blitz are Podcast there. under Jeff Janovich and boom. We are there. Yes. Uh, but again, thank you so much, everybody out there for listening. Um, you know, if, if you like it, you know, would really appreciate too if you'd take a couple minutes, leave a quick review on any of the podcasting follow sites. Us, follow us on Twitter at All Uplit Pod. Exactly. Um, you know, share it. Let people know about us. You know, like, definitely enjoy doing this. Your for everybody say like, "Hey, dude, you check out this new podcast?" No, I haven't. <laughs> What's about a football? All right, I'll listen. <laughs> um, but thanks so much for listening, everybody out there. Uh, hopefully, you have a fantastic weekend and. Uh, you know, we'll see you next week to talk free agency mm-hmm. and then, of course, whatever other news comes out between now and then. Uh, we're trying to decide if off-season, if weekend might be good to record and put out there. Or really we'll see like, what happens. We'll see how, we'll see how our, my week goes. Our, our Sunday <laughs> is like a little busy, but Saturday should be fine. Yeah. Well, I, I like to see how my week goes. If I'm crazy busy at work, I don't have the time or energy to do it in the evening. So we'll see how it goes. And we'll just keep pumping them out. Uh, as long as folks keep listening make sure make sure on your phones or whatever you have make sure you have notifications on for those apps you can say hey all up this podcast upload a new episode episode. listen let us know what you think uh but again thank you from us here at the all bloods podcast have a great weekend and we'll see you next time stay safe stay healthy peace out peace (laughs) 